Welcome to Concepts for Living. This service is coming to you from the Chapel of the Anointing. Hi, and welcome once again to Concepts for Living. In this particular message, I'll be talking about the day of God's power and whether or not we are willing to participate with Him in the manifestation of that power. Stay tuned. You're going to be blessed as I'll be speaking from the theme, Are You Willing? Don't let the simplicity of it cause you to miss the greater message in it. Are you willing? God has been doing some extraordinary things in this ministry, and you know it. In fact, I want to celebrate one of the churches that I'm over in Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, um, the pastor is declaring and decreeing that God would cause them to build this ministry and to acquire property that they might build. I'm not speaking of the Goggins now. There are others. But just this week, we believed God to show us a miracle in that they would have the official permission from the municipal powers that they will be able to build on the six acres that they have just acquired. We fasted, and we watched God. So this week, I got a phone call. We've got it. We're ready to go. God's going to do it. And so Pastor Jerome and his wife, Latoya, will move out now to begin what shall be finished. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five responses. So much has happened this week. We were privileged to have the surgeon from Johns Hopkins to be in Bermuda. We had a meeting in my boardroom this week with the miracle in our house. Amen. By the way, Johns Hopkins is celebrating the miracle more than we in Bermuda. They've done a documentary on it, and they're doing some other things, so don't be surprised. Put your hands together for Wendell Eve. <laughs> Who is a living, walking, witnessing miracle. Forget it. God brought him back from the dead. God brought him back and he's here and he's was serving and ministering and witnessing. That's one thing 
to hear from the saints, but it's something else to hear from official surgeons that Wendell Eve is a miracle. There is no way that he's supposed to be living having come through what he's come through. Now, I heard that repeatedly in the meeting, and I, I just think God deserves, see, the, the kind of praises you're giving, that's when you were just getting along. But when you think of what God is doing, you have to step up your praise. Your praise ought to match what you are going through. Your praise ought to match what God is doing now. Your praise ought to be commensurate. This has been an awesome week. It's been a week of rhythm. It's been a week when we have seen the mighty hand of God. At work. I mentioned Jerome and the church in Atlanta, and I mean, yeah, but I'm trying to set you up to understand that if God can do it for somebody else, He can do it for you. Let me hasten. Interpretively, this particular chapter, 110 of the Psalm of David. It is a psalm that many have interpreted to be alluding to the ultimate battle, which is the battle of Armageddon. The battle of Armageddon, when it is believed that all wrongs will be settled, all unrighteousness will be judged, and all unholiness will be condemned by our priestly Messiah. Jesus the Christ. That's what they see in these seven verses of this Psalm 110. And then there are others that look at the same Psalm and what they see is typology. What they see is that through the reign of David, the son of Jesse, who reigned over Judah and Israel, this man was really a type of the true king, King Jesus. And what's more, when Isaiah thought of that, he referred to it in Isaiah chapter 11, verse 1, and he says that out of Jesse will come a root and a stem. And that root and stem is Jesus. That's what he was referring to prophetically. And so there are those that see this psalm as really confirming the fact that Jesus will rule as king of kings, lord of lords, and the kingdoms of this world shall become the kingdom of our Lord and of his uh, there are many different views and interpretations of this particular chapter. 
for there are others who still see it as a metaphor, a metaphor of what's going to happen with the young people. And I thought how graphic that these young people would come up here today. And like soldiers, warriors, fighters. We didn't set that up. I didn't meet with them. They don't know. This week when I woke up in the morning, my mouth was moving with the word that I'm giving you today. I said I woke up with my mouth moving with the word that I'm giving you today. And I hope that if you get nothing else, I, we will come to a fresh understanding and appreciation of the fact that God has always been God, always will be God. He's always powerful. He's never weak. He doesn't miss it. Nothing is hidden from him. All of that God is still God. God doesn't become God just because you straightened up. The manner, our manner, our manner. That's why, you know, when you read over in Acts chapter 4, you remember the man that was healed? One that was uh, at the gate lame, remember? And he, uh, uh, Peter and John said, such as we have, we give unto you. In the name of Jesus, Christ of Nazareth, rise up. And, uh, and the man was leaping, shouting. The man was leaping, shouting. The man was leaping, shouting. Nowhere do you read the man was sitting. He was leaping, shouting, praising God. And God has given you. God has shown you. God has provided for you miracles. And you know it. And you're still sitting. What will it take to get us out of that lockdown mode? We'll be afraid even to praise. And before we lift our hand and give God glory, we look around and see who's here. But when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me, I'm not looking around. I'm looking up, and I look up because that's where my help came from. I look to the hill. I give him the glory. I give him the praise, and I don't care who knows about it. As always, the three points of this message, the manner, the method, and the manifestation. You'll see how it all fits together to ask a question that you must answer. Are you willing? Say your manner must be indicative of the God you serve. An old song we used to sing in the church. So when the world looks upon me, nothing but Christ is in view. So when the world looks upon me, they will take notice that I have been with Jesus. Because that's what blew the minds of the sophisticates of that day who saw a wonder and a sign and a miracle in that man. But guess what happened? When you read in that chapter 4, you'll see of Acts of the Apostles, what you will see is this. You will see, I think, around verse 29 uh, and, and uh, 30, 31. You're going to see uh, uh, an awesome thing. It's the end. 
they, they, they spoke to the Lord and they called on the Lord and they said, and Lord, behold, they are threatening. And then, Lord, would you stretch forth your hand with signs and wonders? Are you with me? You stretch forth your hand with signs and wonders. They were hungry to see God on display. So what they did was that you, now God, what you do is you do signs and wonders so that by our hands, well, let me read it for you. So that by our hands, God lets us in on the deal. That by our hands, chapter 4, and now, Lord, behold their threatenings and grant unto thy servants that with boldness, all boldness, they may speak the word, thy word, by what? The stretching forth of thine hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of thy holy child, Jesus. Look at someone and ask them, are you really? Are you willing? Because a lot of us just religious. But are you willing? Are you willing to believe God? Are you willing to believe that with all you have come through, all you're facing right now, that God has provided for you to the degree that you don't have a problem? God's people don't have problems. God's people have promises. Hmm? Thy power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life, that's how to live, and godliness, that which brings God glory, that which without doubt gives evidence that God is working in my life. Just this week, I had someone to say, well, how did that happen? I said, God? No, no, no. I, I, I'm talking about how did that happen. I said, God. But what we tend to do is, that, well, you know, to be very honest with you, I did, you know, um, invest this, and I, I did uh, do that, and I did this. Just be quiet. And just simply say, God. Because only God can produce a miracle. And if you can figure it out and you know all of the various details of how that happened, how this happened, and what, when it happened next and all that kind of stuff, it's not a miracle. But a miracle is when there is no way possible. It's when there's, there's no logical way, when there's no natural way, and there is no way that you can explain it. That's when you have to admit that's a miracle. A miracle is when you see people walking who medical signs say cannot walk. It's when God says, I open a door, when somebody says there's no door there. There's God who makes ways, opens doors. God who supernaturally changes people. God! Stretch forth your hand and make it happen, Lord. Our biggest problem is that we don't believe God. I always look at that one. Some people think it's a funeral 
uh, passage. We need to use to just say that at funerals. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. And, and in my father's house are many mansions, and, and we go to, again, there is not so I would have told you, but we, we know all that. Back up. Say, roll the tape back. Roll the tape back. Come back now. Come back to what Jesus is really saying. Jesus said, I'm going away. Jesus said, I'm going, I'm going, I'm, I'm not, you're not going to see me for a while. I'm going away. I'm going to my father. Da, 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 da. I'm not even going to ask what Philip said, but, but Philip questioned. But, but no, I'm going, I'm going to stay right up in here. He said, first thing is that you believe in God? You know, that's what Jesus asked. He said, do you believe in God? Do you believe in God? Because if you can believe in God, then believe also in me. If you can believe in God, then whatever you are facing of what is even pending to break your heart, to cause you to shed tears, to take you through the rough place of life, if you can believe God, you're coming out. I pause to say many of you this week will see God operating differently in your life. In your, not just your prayer life, not just your fasting life this week, but this week you will see God manifesting this word. Watch it. That signs will follow the word. The sick shall recover. How do you say that? I believe it. I believe it. A few Sundays ago, we were preaching and having service just like this. A little child, I don't know, is she here? Shalin? And uh, Sandra, I can't see up there. So Y'all have to acknowledge I can't see a thing up there. <laughs> but this little child who required braces on her leg. And one Sunday morning, Sandra and Charlene brought her in the office. We anointed her and prayed that God would intervene over this child and straighten and do whatever's necessary with the child. Now, I'm telling it because they're not telling it right now. But I'm going to have to get an amen from them. I tell you what, God, when they went back to the doctor, am I right? I don't hear you. Am I right? When they went back to the doctor and the doctor was examining the child, the doctor took the things off and then noticed this and said, wait, wait, wait. We, don't, we don't need to use these. Be quiet. Not loud enough. <laughs> How many were here when one Sunday morning that child got up and walked from way back there just a little, how old was she? One, walking down this aisle 
like she's the only one in here with the preacher. And she came right up here. Hadn't even been to nursery school. Haven't been to high school, haven't been to college, haven't been to grad school, haven't been through none of that kind of stuff. But that child had a witness in her spirit that seemed like to me, I need to give God some glory. So a child, I said a child walked this aisle. And we can't even praise God. You better give him praise right now. You better give him praise and praise. These are the days when we can anticipate the manifestation of the supernatural. Miracles, wonders, and signs. We're witnessing it right here in this congregation. And I know the same God is able to do it where you are. Until next time, and we shall come together with more Concepts for Living. May God bless you and yours. Thank you for viewing Concepts for Living. If you would like a CD, DVD, or download the entire message, go to our website, www.fcogchapel.org. We would like to hear from you. Please send an email for prayer or send a praise report on how God is blessing you through this program. We invite you to join us again for another Concepts for Living.